Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time. On this Thursday evening, I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great folks at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. Gentry, a new partner that we have on the primetime show, somebody who you're going to want to partner with if you feel like your constitutional rights are being threatened. AmandaJGentry.com is where you can find out about all the different services that her and her legal team offer. Uh, True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Training camp has kept me out of True Math this week, but looking forward to get back in the swing of things with personal training next Tuesday. You can get your first workout free to today or I guess tomorrow, this weekend, or any point next week, whenever you like as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. So uh, as we look at the Titans offensive line situation, you understand that this team is down bad. Uh, I think that the tackle circumstance, you know, it's been taken out of their hands now twice where their right tackle to start the year gets a six-game suspension for gambling at the team facility. Not gambling on NFL games, but gambling on something at the team facility, which is, of course, a no-no. His explanation is, well, I didn't understand the rules clearly enough. Okay, well, it's a dumb dumb mistake. Uh, you look at the situation now with Jamarco Jones. So they got to figure out the right tackle situation with NPF on the shelf for at least the first six weeks. So in comes Jamarco Jones, who has been here for uh, a season, lost all of that first season due to injury, but somebody who Mike Vrabel seemed to like the promise of, who the coaching staff gave the opportunity to earn a starting job, not just this offseason, but last offseason as well, when Dylan Radens was uh, very quickly found out to not be a starting caliber tackle. Uh, they decided that he was better suited at guard. That Jamarco Jones then had the opportunity to earn that job last year too. Now, injuries cost him last year, but the thing that's cost him this time around and flat out cost him his job is he can't stop slapping people after the play. Things that are dumb. Uh, slapped the guardian cap off of Arden Key the other day. Made him look like Daffy Duck when you're uh, in the cartoon when he gets his face slapped and the beak spins around around his head. That's what Arden Key looked like the other day. He's out here doing illegal crackback blocks on practice squad linebackers like Chance Campbell for reasons that are inexplicable to me. That's why he got tossed from practice today. So he continues to get into fights. Jeff Simmons on, what was that, Tuesday, Today, he had the illegal crackback block, and after a certain while, Mike Vrabel said, all right, you know what, we've had enough of this situation. You'll hear from Mike Vrabel here in just a second. But your Two Rivers Ford take is this, fair or foul, the Titans cutting Jamarco Jones today. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will remind you that the Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. 40 years of quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. Nobody 
is better than Two Rivers Ford here in Middle Tennessee. The Oilers uh, throwbacks, uh, the Titans announced them earlier today. Two Rivers Ford is launching their throwback logo as they take it back to 1983. You can have the same kind of pricing, the same kind of customer service, the same kind of quality customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles that Two Rivers Ford has continued to operate with over the course of their 40-year existence. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So uh, as you look at the uh, as you look at the situation for Jamarco Jones, fair or foul, him getting released today? Rooney Glover says fair. Uh, Jr. says uh, hate to say it, but locked on Titans beat A to Z to reporting the Jones story. Oh, okay, <laughs> what did they get the email? Did they tweet the email faster than the rest? I listen. I have no idea. And and again, I'm I'm unfamiliar with with locked on Titans. Is that another YouTube channel? Um, I mean, okay. Congratulations to them. Uh, I think, I think, I think NFL, the NFL official Twitter account credited to Rappaport. So, uh, you know, it's whoever tweeted the email fastest, I guess at that point, but, uh, so, okay. That's, that's, uh, all well and good. Uh, congratulations to them. If they broke, if they broke the story before the transaction went out, then good job out of them. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that. There's a, uh, there's a lot of news that goes around. And if anybody local can break anything, it's tough enough to do is speaking as somebody who's done it. So, uh, if they did in fact break the news, well done by locked on Titans. Um, okay. So, uh, fair for, is it Wheezy on, uh, on YouTube? He's saying, he's saying fair Corey D Jackson fair as well. Josh Sabata says, sends a hell of a message, cutting him, letting the team that they are not going to put up with that. Uh, I think the uh, I think the circumstance with the offensive line, it's absolutely fair. Mike Vrabel was brief in his statement after practice today about it. This was prior to Jamarco Jones being cut. No, I mean I think you have to just know how to practice. We talk all the time about being competitive and going to that line, and so we're not going to do anything that hurts the team. We don't want to see that. So uh, that's Mike Vrabel speaking after, or for a second time to open the press conference about a, uh, a an issue that occurred at practice. The issue that occurred at practice today was Jamarco Jones executing an illegal cutback block on uh, Chance Campbell. Lane says, is this a prime example of dumb shit to hurt the team? Yes, because that's a penalty. That's a 15-yard penalty. A 15-yard penalty that, uh, a 15-yard penalty that costs uh, your team in the game. If, if you get, if you're in a second and five, which is hard enough for the Titans to do based on last year's sample size, all of a sudden that becomes a second and twenty because you've committed an idiot, uh, an idiotic penalty such as that. When you know you're going to get called, when you know the kind of things that Mike Vrabel coaches, uh, when you know that they're paying attention, paying as close attention to the rule book as anybody, and uh, and are out there watching these practices like they are officials, basically as somebody who's on the competition committee and and really, really stresses that element of it. This is a dumb, this is a prime example of dumb shit to hurt the team. So uh, you uh, you understand why it was that they ultimately ended up releasing him. And, um, you know, I saw a comment earlier that, that confused me. Um, and maybe it was said in jest, but I do want to go back to it. Jeff Rubel, foul. The offensive line needs some intensity. I would have suspended him for a week. Um, sure. You can find intensity elsewhere. Intensity. You can be intensity and not be a dipshit, right? Like (laughs) 
I know plenty, you know who's intense? Mike Vrabel. You know who's not a dipshit? Mike Vrabel. Like, you can find plenty of intense human beings on a football field. Jeff. Jeff has moments that are, you know, Jeff has in his background things like spitting on Marshall Yonda, which are definitely questionable. Um, stuff that goes on between the whistles uh, that you don't, you know, you don't want them out there, one, getting caught out if they're going to do it, but probably not doing stuff anyway. Jeff is an intense person, but he doesn't get flagged for penalties like that. Uh, I mean, who's it? Aaron Brewer is an intense person. Aaron Brewer is probably the strongest offensive lineman that they have, which is crazy because he's tiny for uh, a player at that position. Aaron Brewer is intense. He's also not a dipshit. So you can have plenty of intensity across a football team on a coaching staff and anywhere in professional work. Zach, Zach Bingham. Zach is an intense human being. For those of you who are on, uh, who watch the uh, the A to Z Sports Morning Show on a regular basis, it's not just the cocaine eyes that Zach uh, came into this world with. It's that Zach has that level of intensity. You know who's not a dipshit? Zach Bingham. <laughs> it's just, it's just so unbelievably simple to not be stupid after the play. And so when you look at the kind of things that Jamarco Jones consistently does at practice, it's not intensity. He's just an idiot. If he can't figure out that you can't do those things after the snap and that you're going to get tossed out of practice and you know that you don't, you're not in a position to be that kind of, uh, that kind of flippant with your job security, you're Jamarco Jones. You don't matter like that. And that's exactly what they told him today. Uh, so I think when you, uh, I think that when you look at all of the different, uh, I think that when you look at all of the different situations that this Titans team is going to have to figure out, they have to have players that they can trust. And if they can't trust him to behave himself with his teammates at, after a play, then yeah, you don't want that dude on your football team. Bryce Erickson says, what about cocaine? No, not that Zach, not that Zach is on cocaine, that Zach has the eyes of somebody who is on cocaine. Not an allegation, just a funny observation. Zach's eyes are very, very intense, especially when he gets when he gets fired up and starts making a point. He gets much closer to the screen, right? The eyes pop even bigger. It always cracks me up. Uh, I like the statement made by the coach. Yeah, they're just not going to deal with it. So at this stage, um, it doesn't make Jamarco Jones intense. It just makes him an idiot. Uh, A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com, get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed is at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. So uh, I think that uh, <laughs> people are making jokes about Zach and cocaine. Listen, I, I think if Zach, I think if Zach ever actually did something like that, his his heart would explode. Zach already has the. Uh, I don't know what Zach's blood pressure is. It can't be good. It just, it can't be. So if Zach, if Zach ever dabbled in that, you would probably, that would probably be the end of Zach Bingham. I don't know that that, that intensive a person could handle something like that. Anyway, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, JR says Austin wants to strangle Zach deep down. Yeah, but that that's most people who have been in relationships for a long time. Austin and Zach have been in this marriage for a very, very long time. I'm sure there are moments when Austin wants to strangle Zach. I'm sure there's moments when Zach wants to strangle Austin. I'm sure there's plenty of moments where Bert wants to strangle me. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that uh, <laughs> the jokes that you guys are making about Zach, shame on you, really. But it, 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 cocaine eyes is probably something I should not toss around so flippantly, especially about somebody who is my employer, <laughs> one of my employers at this stage. Anyway, so uh, 
I think when you look at the circumstance for it's halftime of the Hall of Fame game, by the way, if any of you guys are watching the slop, it's higher scoring than I anticipated. 16 to seven and a half is wild. And people are getting nuts out there on the field. Actual touchdowns being scored in the Hall of Fame game. But uh, I think that uh, I think that when you look at the offensive line circumstance, now your your situation has become even more complicated because, yes, you found out that you can't trust this player to be able to do his job and to do his job well. Uh, so now you have to continue to cycle through the best of bad options. And, you know, you've already kind of brought in the best of bad options at this stage. Now, I bet they are regretting. Uh, I bet they are. I don't know if regretting is the right word because, you know, things like this happen all the time. But the idea and I haven't seen the the contract details on George Fant. In fact, I'll look them up uh, really quickly um, who they offered veteran minimum before he went on to sign with the Houston Texans. I'll check out the details of that on over the cap if they are available. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a bad deal. I mean, it was so the contract value signed a. Okay, this is his Jets contract. That's not something that we want at this point. All right, current contract, one year, $2 million. Uh, one year, $2 million base salary, 500000 prorated bonus, per game roster bonus of 500000 and a guaranteed salary of 300000 So it brings his total cap hit to 2.75, excuse me, 2.735. Um, a pretty cost-effective deal with the Houston Texans. So, you know... Titans went veteran minimum. They got Hubbard instead. I'm sure they thought they could work things out with Jones. They ultimately didn't. So, you know, you can't dwell on the dwell in the past that way. But I do think that, uh, you know, I do think that Fant might Fant was a better option. Hubbard is is a career backup, and you know that now that's probably your starting right tackle at this stage. He has been a starting right tackle in the league before, but we'll talk about that together. Let's talk about the options that they have at their disposal. Um, so Hubbard. Elsewhere on the roster, Skaronsky, maybe. We've talked about Peter in that sense. In fact, you'll hear from the offensive line coach here in just a second, Jason Hotelling. But uh, Hubbard, Skaronsky, or free agent TBD? Who do you think starts for this team at right tackle at this point? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMath Fitness is where I go for personal training. Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days, except when we have training camp because uh, my schedule conflicts, but I always get my workout in with TrueMath Fitness. They are the best facility. They have the best coaching staff. They have the best workouts. They're never recycled or repeated, so it continues to elevate your fitness level as you achieve your goals. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go to find out about all their membership options, their boot camp style group workout classes, their personal training, or to just uh, join as a member and have access to their open gym. TrueMathFitness.com is also where you go for your first workout free. Uh, so as you look at the uh, as you look at the offensive line, so Jamarco Jones out, Hubbard is there, Skaronsky seems entrenched at left guard, but they do like the versatility of the player. Jalen Duncan has gotten a few snaps in training camp, but nothing where it seems like they plan to continue to do that with him. It just seems like they're trying to get him to, you know, be available as a swing tackle in certain situations. So um, we'll see how that plays out. JR says, did Murray play anything but center? Uh, not in the NFL at this stage. They also have OJ, John Ajuku, who is a undrafted rookie free agent um, and who was getting snaps with Jones prior to Hubbard's arrival. Hubbard and OJ are probably, uh, 
are probably the players that make the most sense um, at this stage. But I do think that a, uh, a conversation, a lot of you guys are going to be interested in the idea of Skaronsky. Now, I think that they are not moving Peter Skaronsky unless there is a catastrophic situation that requires them to move Peter Skaronsky to a different position. But just in case you were curious about the kind of progress that they rookie left tackle turned left guard is making. This was uh, the Titans' new offensive line coach, well, new as of this season, the newly uh, hired offensive line coach, Jason Hotaler. Yeah, I mean, anytime you throw the pads on, it's certainly easier to see the, the full play and, you know, the effort, the finish, the hands, the, you know, we talk about face, feet, and hands, and, and with the pads on, it's certainly um, more of a real evaluation as far as uh, each and every play, you know, run game, pass game, uh, individual, everything uh, is uh, uh, evaluated uh, better with the pads on, for sure. As you look at Peter Skoransky, you know, going against a guy like Jeffrey Simmons and, you know, he's dropping the anchor and doing well, but from your perspective, how has he done, uh, you know, in that challenge? Uh, Peter's done a great job as far as just continue to come out and work every day, getting better. You know, we, you know, I, I think I've heard this a bunch from from other uh, lines and stuff, and and people throughout football, like iron sharpens iron. So him going against Jeff every day and battling with them and cont continuing to work different techniques and again face, feet, and hands, where they're going, when you're throwing them, where you're, you know, stuff like that is, uh, it's been awesome. And uh, to see him continue to grind and work uh, has been really a good thing. Is the idea to continue to work him exclusively at, at guard, or their thoughts? You know, if things don't work out, a right tackle to bump him up to there. Oh yeah, I mean, right now uh, I think Brave said it. You know, in the one uh, press conference there, like he's comfortable there at right guard. But you know, there's certainly versatility to do some other things. But right now he's just hanging there, or, uh, or excuse me, left guard, yeah, and just continuing to work. What gave you guys? So uh, that is uh, that is Jason Hotaling, the new offensive line coach at this point, uh, talking about the idea of Skaronsky. Uh Somebody asked me, uh, Major Key says, Buck, advocate to bring your best friend Taylor back for vet minimum. Uh, why? Taylor is 255 pounds or something ridiculous. I don't want to see one. I've, you know, Taylor is not playing football anymore. Like, I mean, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Taylor doesn't want to play football anymore. Like, even if, I, you know, me, again, Taylor is a great example of means to an end, right? Football is a means to an end for Taylor Lewan. And that, the, the football portion of his career, and I'm not speaking for Taylor, but I just, like, based on how these things have happened, Taylor got the money, got the platform, got the accolades, had success, and now is going to transition successfully into a media career. He's going to do fine. He's going to make, he's probably not going to make as much money as he did in the NFL, but he's going to make a decent amount of money talking for a living. Why the hell would that dude want to get back in the, he clearly doesn't. He has no interest uh, at this stage. And again, that's not having talked to him, but I'm just, I li literally look at him and tell me what level of interest that dude has in the idea of, uh, in the idea of playing football again. And I don't even—I don't even know if he could. He's got ongoing litigation about the uh, about the ACL tear that they botched a couple of years ago in 2020. So um, at this stage, yeah, Lawan not happening. Uh, Shrike says PK's tweet about Lawan announcing his retirement within the month likely true. Oh, I—I I didn't see that. Um, I mean, probably it wouldn't surprise me. I—I I don't know. I haven't talked to Taylor, but uh, yeah, if Taylor came out at the end of the month and said he's retiring from football, that would make 
all the sense in the world. I don't know why, you know, I mean, you know, you take whatever time that he wants to take and maybe he felt like, okay, I'll give it till training camp. And if I feel like I want to try and get back into this thing, once training camp gets here and he probably got here, I was like, nah, that shit sucks. I'm good. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if Lawan ends up retiring, then that'll be, uh, that'll be fine. Uh, is Dennis Kelly a free agent? No, Dennis signed, Dennis signed with the Eagles. Uh, Dennis just recently re-signed with the Eagles the other day. I think that was, uh, last week or the week prior. Um, but yeah, Dennis is not a free agent at this point. So, uh, that is not available to you at this stage anyway. So Hubbard is probably, Hubbard is probably going to be the right tackle. Um, unless he is like objectively awful in, uh, in training camp and we'll see what happens with joint practices. They've got the Vikings and the Patriots. I don't know if he'll play in the preseason. He might, uh, Matt Drew says, can you get Ben Jones back? Uh, I mean, maybe, um, but like. Ben Ben was on the show a couple of weeks ago at SEC Media Days, and he said he would have started camp on the PUP anyway because he had, a, I think, in his words, a ton of surgeries. So, you know, Benny, like bringing Ben back at this point, that doesn't help Aaron Brewer. They don't have a center problem. They have a right tackle problem. And, you know, I think at this point they're probably moved on from Ben um, at this stage. So uh, I think that when you uh, I think that when you talk about the offensive line situation, I think Skaronsi is going to stay where he's at. I think Hubbard is probably the guy. Until he's not, and at this point, this is just kind of the, it's chicken salad, chicken shit in the meantime at right tackle. That's kind of the existence that they have. Uh, Pastor Raymond Little says, what's up with Corey Levin? Uh, he didn't practice today. Um, I know he was uh, he was working out while they were practicing, but he was not out there on the practice field with them today. So, you know, I, I don't. It didn't come up in the press conference. Um, okay, let's wrap up with a weekend bounce back. Who in sports needs to bounce back this week on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch? We will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by Amanda J. Gentry, the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. As a matter of fact, she is going to go wherever justice demands. Her and her team are passionate, incredibly passionate about protecting your constitutional rights. They have uh, practiced and uh, been in law, been in courtrooms in 35 counties in Middle Tennessee. They will go where you need them to go. That kind of commitment is what Amanda J. Gentry and her team promise to you. AmandaJGentry.com is where you can go to find out about all the different things that they can offer you as you protect your constitutional rights. In particular, she is very passionate about father's rights, protecting your fundamental constitutional right to be a father to your child. So if you are in need of her services, AmandaJGentry.com is where you go. Uh, so who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Jamarco Jones could use a bounce back at this point. There is no question that the former Titans right tackle as Francis makes the first appearance. Ah, not on the laptop, Frank. For God's sakes. Literally on the laptop. She done so well. <laughs> Who needs to bounce back most in sports? I need to bounce back. Get the hell out of here, Frank. You let her on. I let her on the desk. She was behaving herself. And then all of a sudden she feels the need to walk directly across the keyboard. So uh, while Leo is behaving, uh, Leo is behaving passed out in his bed in my office. Frank is uh, out here wreaking havoc. Matt Drew says, you seem like a cat person. You're damn right. Dogs are a pain in the ass. I don't like dogs. Dogs are dogs are all in your stuff. Dogs are, uh, 
that's not true. I, I like animals more than I like people. Uh, but I would say that dogs have unconditional love and my love absolutely has conditions. Dogs are way too intrusive for somebody like me. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I wasn't a pet person at all, but you know, the two trash pandas, uh, for those of you who have been with me for a long time, you understand, you know, the story of how they ended up in my home at this stage. Anyway, the cat is Bert's replacement. Yeah. The cat, the cat would do the job more efficiently than Robert. That's definitely so. But I think, uh, that as you look at, as you look at bounce back candidates, there is no better one than everything that's going on with the Indianapolis Colts this week. In particular, Jim Irsay, who has money to save the Orca Whales, which is a, uh, a just and noble cause. But in the meantime, he's currently pissing off his best offensive player while he puts out promotional videos of him just handing out cash to fans. Okay, Mayor, God bless. Good to see you. Thanks again. Mr. Irsay, I never win a Twitter contest. Can I get a signature? Can't stop, but give this to that man. Boatload of cash, two thousand dollars. And it's signed. It's got a signature. Let me see it. Let me see it. Dude, I I enter all of his Twitter contests and I never win. I never win. This is awesome. Way cool. Thank you so much, Mr. Ursay. I just want to say thank you again for your generosity last night. My family and I plan to use the money to make some more family memories, maybe some concerts, rounds of golf, or even a Colts game or two. We're super excited. Thank you again, and go Colts. Mr. Jones says, that guy's Indy's new running back. Yeah, they just handed it. They handed him a stack of cash, and that's who's going to play running back for the Colts this year. Money became worthless when he signed it. There's also that. Like, he handed him a stack of $100 bills, but they, they're signed. Does that invalidate? The tender? I don't think so, because you've seen weird stuff drawn on dollar bills. It's probably been at strip clubs and other uh, uh, facilities of ill repute. So I don't think a signature outright invalidates the $100 bill. But (laughs) it probably makes it harder to use. That's hilarious. Uh, Indy fans love him, says. Listen, I love Jim Irsay. I think Jim Irsay's hilarious. He's a cartoon character. I hope that dude is always in the NFL. He is, uh, there's going to be a lot of fans who hate him. His running back hates him right now. Uh, the Orcas don't. He's out here saving the Orcas, so maybe the Orcas are fans of Jim Irsay. I am a fan of Jim Irsay. I think that dude is hilarious. I think the league needs crazy owners like that. Um, and if Jim Irsay is going to be the guy, then uh, so be it. He is unbelievably, the league needs more characters, right? Jerry Jones, a character. The league needs Jerry Jones. Uh, the league needs guys like Jim Irsay. They also need shitty human beings like Jimmy Haslam and, uh, and, uh, Danny Snyder and one is gone. So now Haslam gets to take the mantle as the, uh, as the most hated owner in the NFL at this stage, one would think. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. That's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate you guys spending some time with us here on the primetime show. So uh, for those of you who listen to the radio show, you know today that practice got rained out, well, rained in, basically. Uh, lightning on the practice field, or while we were out there at practice, put them inside of the bubble. So we had to reschedule the Will Levis interview to tomorrow. So Will Levis will be on the radio show live at training camp tomorrow. We'll do that around the 11 o'clock hour. So make sure you're listening. 
and we'll enjoy it. Matt Drew says, wait, no prime time tomorrow. No, it's Friday. Uh, you don't, you guys don't pay me enough to work on Fridays on top of uh, Sunday through Thursday nights. No, you don't get a primetime show on Friday. Get a radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone, and that's it. If I don't talk to you then, have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you after the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, where I'm going to be hanging out Friday through Sunday at this point on A to Z Sports primetime. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit and i was in miami with my new beach house well it was a couple minutes from the beach it's been 20 years since then we haven't been too strong in the last few years oh we've been strong we're just playing by the rules you can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show